The Chicago Bulls' big three combined for over 70 points, each scoring over 20 points, for the Bulls to get a much-needed win against the Miami Heat at a time where some tension in the locker room, other things have come out about this team. The Bulls get a much-needed win. We're going to break it all down, talk about it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, let's be clear here. While this win against the Miami Heat, with Jimmy Butler being gone, was needed for the team, for the morale, for the losing streak that the team was on, it was a much-needed win. But as I've said before, and I'm going to stay consistent to this, one win does not change the outlook of this Chicago Bulls season. I don't want to be down. We're going to celebrate the win, talk about it. But this Bulls team needs to string together more wins. Now, with all that being said, this is a game in which all three of the Chicago Bulls' big three scored over 20 points, all taking smart shots for the most part. DeMar DeRozan, 9 of 14 in this game. Nikola Vucevic, 13 of 17, hitting three of five from the three-point range, also chipping in 12 rebounds, uh, two assists, one steal, three turnovers from him. But Zach Levine, after much criticism has been thrown his way, apparently in a uh, issue with uh, our conversation at halftime with other teammates, a lot of, of the players air their grievances with Zach Levine. He responded this game very well. 21 points, had the highest plus minus of any Bulls, fan, uh, Bulls player with 21 points. He was 7 of 13 from the field, 3 of 8 from three-point range, getting to the free throw line five times, hitting four of those, but he chips in six rebounds, seven assists, one steal, only two turnovers from Zach Levine in this game. Both of those turnovers, I think, were both in the first quarter. Bad turnovers at that, but he, him chipping in 21 points. DeMar with 26 points. Patrick Williams, terrible game from Pat this game. Uh, eight shots, he went two for eight, but he chipped in three rebounds, four assists, one steal from him. Alice Caruso, just, you know, the stat line doesn't say as much with Caruso. He only scored seven, but he had six, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, two turnovers in this game. Kobe White, solid game off the bench, 14 points, all 14 of those coming in the first half. He ends up 3 of 10 overall from the field, but he did some things other than that. This Bulls team shooting over 50% from the field at 54.8% overall, 41% from three-point range, 24 assists on 40 main baskets, which is pretty solid. Uh, they win the rebounding battle by four, and they only have 16 turnovers. 11 of those were in the first half, so they did cut it down considerably. In the second half, they have seven steals in this game. This is how the Chicago Bulls need to play, but they need to play, the, play this way against better competition, taking the smart, intelligent shots that they did, ratcheting up the defensive intensity when they needed it. Uh, uh, Derrick Jones Jr. went down in this game. I don't think he ever came back into the game. Game. That freed up Andre Drummond to come in and actually play seven minutes in the game. And he only had one rebound in it, one point in that game, but his energy was definitely felt. The size was needed out there in the seven minutes that he played. Goran Dragic played 20 minutes off the bench with eight points. I would assume only five minutes in this game. What does that mean for Ayo Desumu and his place in Billy Donovan's lineup? But with that being said, this Bulls team still did. We got to talk about the good and the bad. Still allowing Highsmith to go 7 of 10 for 18 points. Bam, Bam did what, Bam, what you expect Bam to do. He was 12 of 15 from the field. He chips in 12 rebounds, 27 uh, points. Tyler Hero, 19 points. Oladipo, 14 points, which I think 
If, correct me if I'm wrong, most of those points were also in the first half. They really played better defense against him in the second half. He was only 4 of 13. Struess was in 1 of 9, only 4 points from him. They allowed Duncan Robinson 13 points off the bench, but outside of that, really limiting any type of bench players uh, going off in this game, which has been a problem for the Chicago Bulls. Again, solid uh, a win. I'm not even going to call it a solid win. This was a win from the Chicago Bulls, one that was needed. They were on a four-game slide. They needed to get this win. There was going to be no excuses for them not to get this win. It looked a little bit uh, rocky there for a second. The Chicago Bulls in this game winning the first and and uh, third quarters in this game. They lost the second by 15, lost the fourth only by one point, but the game was decided by then. Um, but the energy level. This team moved with a sense of urgency. It, they seem like a team that understand why they needed to get this win. Going to Vooch throughout the game, not just riding the hot hand in just the first half. They went through to Vooch extensively, especially in the second half of this game. And Vooch really was the most consistent bull tonight. 29 points from him. Zach Levine making some smart decisions as well. He got blown up a couple of times on offense. So did DeMar. I mean, on defense. Those things are bound to happen with just those two players being who they are. But overall, the energy just felt a little bit different from this team tonight. We need to see the sustain for a long period of time. We can't overlook it in that way. But again, at least the Bulls got a win when they should have got a win. And let's see what goes on from this team from this point on. Do they use this as a jumping off spot? Do they build on top of this? I've told you guys I'm kind of tired of those questions. I'm kind of tired of thinking that that's going to happen. At the end of the day, they need to show it. Right, We are at the point where this Bulls team needs to show us. They showed us some things tonight. Let's see if that continues tomorrow night against the Atlanta Hawks, a team that beat them already this season. Let's see if the Bulls can rebound and play better against that team. But at least for tonight, the Chicago Bulls get a win with their big three, playing like the big three, taking the most shots, spreading the ball around, not letting the ball stick, trying to get other people involved. But outside of getting other people involved, they play well between them. There are times where Vooch, and Zach had a little two-man game going. It was mostly Caruso and Vooch. They want to say that in Gorn and Vooch. But even then, Zach Levine being a willing passer in this game, having seven assists, I don't want to overlook that. He responded well to some criticism being thrown his way. Let's see what this team can do with this going forward. And let's go ahead and get into your guys' comments. Super Duper Danko says, I don't even care about the win, honestly, but the play was much, much easier on the eyes. Completely agree with you. Shane O'Mac, a win is a win, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, we needed a win. Uh, this is how you're supposed to play defense against good three-point shooting teams. Playing offense through Vooch makes it easier for everyone. Big three played well. That one's from Jake. Completely agree with you there, Jake. El Trapo is in the building. Says, I'm telling y'all, Bulls only try against what, what they perceive is hard teams. No, I got to fight back against that. You can tell that they were trying in some of their recent losses. They were trying. They just still lose. But they absolutely tried today. Now, I will, tell, I will say this. They have played down to competition. I won't ignore that and say they haven't played down the competition because they absolutely have. But hopefully now they wake up and realize you're the competition teams play down to. You ain't got no room to play down to anybody right now. None. Bathor Payne in the building says, hey, I couldn't stay away. I saw the last quarter. This was a good win. Absolutely agree with you, brother. Absolutely agree. V-Dog. What up, Hayes? What's going on, Vern? Adrian says, I need to see them play like this for a few uh, this a few more games. Completely agree with you, bro. Completely agree with you. Win is cool, but we need to see them start stringing some stuff together. Shay in the building says, call me ungrateful, but I'm still pissed off because I know my team can play much better, and tonight proved it. And another thing, please use our big man because he was killing tonight. Absolutely. Completely agree with you. Mixo, kind of keeping that same uh, thing going. I'm not fully convinced. I need to see this every single game. 
Completely agree with you, brother. SP, it's Vooch's fault that we won. I'm, I'm glad to switch up there from what most Bulls fans say. Great job on that, SP. I can't believe I feel like Patrick Beverly right now celebrating all because he made the playoffs with the Timberwolves with this Bulls win tonight, but I still want some changes to this roster. I, I, I do think some changes are coming. I don't think it may not be the major changes that some of us want, but some changes are definitely coming, I agree. Really enjoyed seeing Drogic playing with the starters. Yeah, I agree with you. His ability to move the ball, his ability to hit shots, all great. This was a huge win. Best part is I hit my parlay. Vooch over 7.5 rebounds. Vooch over 11.5 points. And Zach over 2.5 assists in the first half. Go Bulls. Hey, shout out to you in your pockets, brother. Glad you hit your parlay. Vooch was great. Levine was much better. Need to see this more often. Otherwise, it's just a one-off. Agree with you 100%. Like Stacey basically said, don't tease us with this defensive effort. It definitely looked like they were trying harder, which shouldn't be a thing at the NBA level. Harder closeouts for sure. Agree with you. No, nothing I can say to that. Whatever they said in the locker room to Zach, it clearly worked tonight. I like how Stacey King said, hope they do it more often. Argue in the locker room, and that is normal due to this win. Hey, listen, you can't argue with results, and sometimes you do need that wake-up. We talk so often about how we need somebody on this team who's going to get in the players' faces, regardless if it's a star player or it's a, it's a role player. We need somebody who's going to hold people accountable. If it took for a team meeting to wake Zach Levine up, then that's just what's needed. That that meeting we could look back on. I'm not saying it's likely. We need to see it happen more often. So I don't want to front run or all of a sudden act like everything's just going to change. But if the bull season does turn around, we may look back at that conversation that happened at the halftime that game where people calling out Zach as the turning point for this season. One I one production says, love what I'm seeing from Kobe, especially in the first half. The second half wasn't as good. Well, the things other than shooting. And that's the thing with Kobe, right? For so long, if Kobe's shot wasn't falling, he wasn't giving us anything. We now see from Kobe White that even when his shot isn't falling, he has things to offer the Chicago Bulls. So, uh, Shandell says, I love what I saw tonight. The inconsistent Bulls need to keep it up. 100% agree with you. Big Dog says, just realized, did Javante not play? No, he's actually out with a injury. Not a major injury, but he was out. More than likely, he's probably going to play tomorrow. They probably wanted to rest him on the first game of a back-to-back. Once they found out that like Jimmy Butler wasn't playing, they probably said that. So, we'll see. Billy Donovan's gum says, is Kobe White turning himself into a solid two-way player? Is that what I'm witnessing right now? It definitely could. It definitely could be. Matthew says, main thing, Bulls have to take from this is the way they play, not the win. Exactly. Ball movement, taking advantage of mismatches, taking smart shots, and playing team basketball on both sides of the floor. Completely agree with you there, brother. Still six games under 500. I still want to retool, like you said, bro. We still need more done to this roster, but I'm just praying at least a win streak at this point. A lot of losses this season broke me. You and a lot of other Bulls fans, a lot of other Bulls fans. Alana says, I noticed we actually tried to guard the open threes and play defense even through then. The 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 role the rotations out on the three-point line were really good this game, right? So there were still some there were some times where the Bulls got caught slipping, but they hustled to still contest the, the open three-pointer. And that's something we have not seen from the scene. So often it's like when they don't rotate out or they get caught up in a bad rotation, they'll just let the, the shooter shoot the open three. It's like tonight they said, listen, it's it's almost like they as a team came in and said no open threes tonight. And that was evident in the way that they played for sure. Definitely evident in the way that they played. T-Money says, Hayes, do you think AC can win defensive player of the year if you keep – not this. I think it's too far gone this season. That usually defensive player of the year, your team has to have a really high level of team success as well, especially defensively. 
I do think that I, that uh, that uh, Alex Caruso can win a Defensive Player of the Year award eventually, but I don't think it's going to be enough to be done this season. The Bulls would have to have a hell of a turnaround for them to for him to win that award this season. I feel like. Uh, Keith, don't miss as uh, laugh my ass off. I agree with Stacey. They need to have a falling out every night. That's funny. TRG's D1 says, Hayes with, the good, uh, Hayes with the good win energy. Yeah, I mean, listen, it is what it is. The effort was there. We still need to see this happen more games in a row, but at least it was there. So we know that they haven't in them. And that's what I've said before is that this Bulls team, even if you look at the statistics that they have defensively in the second half halves of games, we know that they have a solid defensive team team in them. They just have to wake up and commit to giving that effort for all four quarters. That's what they have to do. They gave that effort today. It seemed like they came in not wanting to give up any open threes. That's what it felt like. So with that being said, that's what we need to see from this team. I'm still not impressed. I'll take the W, but win again tomorrow. Agree with you. Still got to get, get more wins. We need to string together some. Luis... The big three played like the big three. That's it. That's really it. Uh, what up, Hayes? My nephew pissing me off. He keeps tagging me with BS media stories about Zach and DeMar not having chemistry. What's up with you spelling stuff with C's with K's? I got to ask you that. What, what's that about, bro? But anyway, Bulls needing to blow the team up. He's a brawny uh, boy, though, just hating on the Bulls. Hey, listen, there's a lot of that going around. Blah says, I wouldn't say they don't try against lower end teams, but they focus more for sure against top teams. They definitely play up to competition. Black Dave, uh, words were spoken. Feelings got hurt, and the team caught a dub. Sometimes those are times that are needed. Maybe this is the catalyst of something positive. Let's fucking go. Agree with you here wholeheartedly, brother. Alejandro, don't like that they ain't playing Io. I agree. It's a little bit weird that Io's falling to that point of the rotation, but, I mean, as long as you're getting results, and Io, I'll say this. Io has, I don't think Io's played horribly at all this season at any point, but I do think that, Maybe he just needs a wake-up call. I still think Io is a big part of this team's future. I think he's going to work himself out of it. He'll be back in the rotation sooner rather than later. Io's too much of a dog for him to stay out of the rotation. I just don't believe it. Uh, listen, I, at times, DeMar still got blown up badly off the ball sometimes. Austin says, amazing what happens when we play with heart. I completely agree with you. Keith, don't miss. I really feel like that argument was needed. This team is way too talented to be where we are at. Uh, we can be so good if we just play together. We know that the talent's there. It's clearly there. We need to clear out the dead weight on the bench and get some real defenders out there, not scorers or shooters. No, we still need some shooting off the bench. Uh, we need more than just defense. We need more than that. But I, I get what you're saying. Hayes, what happened with people tonight, in your opinion? Missed a lot of shots to start and turned over quite a bit. Somewhat uncharacteristic from what he's so shown so far this season. He just had a bad game. It happens. Now, he he turned the ball over three times. He had four assists to that, so his turnover to assist ratio is still in the positive. But with that being said, like he and he still had a positive plus minus of plus 13. So he still made an impact out there, but he, he made some boneheaded plays offensively and defensively. Now, I do think he woke up, especially defensively in the second half. But as we, we know with Patrick Williams, the, where he is right now, if that shot isn't falling – if especially if he hits some wide open ones, and I mean, if he misses some wide open ones in a row, his confidence pretty much shot for the rest of the game. So that's just what we saw from Patrick Williams today. Keith, don't miss Hayes. If we're able to turn the season around and make a play in, or even better, the playoffs, what changes to the roster would you still? The still same changes still need to be made. Let's be clear here. Even if the Bulls are to turn it around, make a play in, make the playoffs, 
your roster construction still needs some work. Lonzo Ball coming back whenever he comes back doesn't fit, fix the lack of size. He fixes the shoot, some of the shooting and some of the defense and the communication and getting more turnovers. He fixes some of those things. He, he, he points us in the right direction. But we still need the same things that we were going to need regardless. We still need more shooting, especially off the bench. We still need maybe a 3 and D guy off the bench as well. Um, and we need some size. We still need those things. 190 people watching, 28 damn likes. <laughs> I'll leave it right there. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Brandon on y'all, man. Brandon is on y'all. Sophomore slump? Maybe, maybe, maybe. And that's definitely possible. Io got to earn his playing time just like P. Will and DJJ did early in the season. He got to play better on the offensive end. I agree with you. He Io has some things that he – it's not perfect, right? It's not perfect at all. He has some things that he definitely needs to, to work on. But I, I trust Io from what we've seen that he is going to – he's going to be back in the rotation. I love to see some advanced analytics on our successful playing through Vooch in the post. Great scorer and willing passer. Completely agree with you. I, I may have to. I may have to do that. I spell with K's just to be different. It's the hip hop in me. Oh, got you. That makes sense. PJ Washington is not horrible defensively, but he's not great either. I do think that PJ Washington can be a very solid team defender. PJ Washington, to me, he guards players smaller than him better. For example, like PJ Washington has more lateral quickness than than Patrick Williams, and we even saw Patrick Williams in this game, times where he got rotated on Hero and, and Victor Oladipo, he did pretty good. I, Patrick Williams, I'm not Patrick, P.J. Washington can be a very solid defender. I just think that he's not ever going to be the lockdown defender. I just don't think that from him. Shay in the building. Shay says, in the words of Tom Thibodeau, when you play with heart, you're going to win a lot of games that you probably have no business being in. Hey, listen, the Nate Robinson season of Chicago Bulls brings a lot to mind in that. In this game, you can see Zach and DeMar not take high, highly contested shots and actually move the ball and it look better and fluid. Yes, that's what you need to happen. Alejandro says, no, PJ, PJ Washington isn't too expensive. His contract isn't that bad at all. And the Bull, like if they were to trade for him now, they absolutely would be able to afford it without giving up really much. Keep in mind, he's he was drafted. Was he did he come in the league the same year as Kobe? Why? Uh, I don't think he's gotten his rookie extension yet. So PJ Washington isn't too expensive at all. Oh, no, he has. He's got four years, 12, four years, $12 million. That's only an average salary of $3 million. That's not too expensive at all. What you talking about? Three, a $3 million contract in this NBA is nothing, bro. Like, that's literally nothing. They can, they can match that contract and keep it moving and not even blink. Hayes, I never gave up on the team, just the coaching. Hey, I feel you there, bro. Hayes, any word on DJJ? He left the game in the third quarter. Nothing that I've seen as of yet because he sucked. <laughs> That's why. And he's, he's starting to go back in that direction as well. But, yeah. Carlos says, please win again tomorrow. Hey, man, listen, I think we're all hoping for another one. Would I trade P. Will for P.J. Washington? No, not trading P. Will for P.J. Washington. Shay, Hayes, I don't think the Charlotte Hornets are going to give up P.J. Washington now if they have Miles Bridges, I will be signing, singing a different tune after losing him. Is ah well, you got to check the rumors. There are some, not to say that they're shopping him, but they are open to moving him. They are absolutely open to moving PJ Washington. So yeah, you got to got to check check your sources on that one, bro. They are they've everything's been reported that they're open to moving him. They're just not necessarily shopping him. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're wholeheartedly against. Shopping him if the right deal came in, came in place. Huh? Oh, wow. Wow. We doing that. Um, other than P.J. Washington, who's another player you take interest in? Still kind of high on Jared Vanderbilt, but he may be. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm super high on Jared Vanderbilt. 
Um, I love Jared Vanderbilt's game and what he can do. If we're talking about veterans, kind of more realistic acquisitions, especially if it's buyout, which it may not because they're playing good, still would be interested in Harrison Barnes as a veteran acquisition. Um, still interested in Jay Crowder, just depending on what the way that it works. But right now, I wouldn't give up Kobe White for Jay Crowder. Um, but those are those are the people who who are, who may be available. Hayes, isn't it crazy how one nice win like this can improve our mood and outlook? Just knowing that this group is capable of playing like this is great to know. That's That one's from D-Dub. Agree with you. Like, it, that's the thing, right? And I said this on today's pre-recorded episode that I was really fired up on, is that with the city of Chicago, with Chicago Bulls fans, we respect teams that play with heart, right? We still get would get frustrated if the wins didn't come eventually and stuff like that. But if you played with heart, and you just were experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. You just didn't have the skill to other teams. Most Bulls fans would love a scrappy team that plays with heart. We've done it before. You've seen it before. How that how this franchise and the fan base embraces teams that play with a certain level of heart. That's all we need to see from this team is a certain level of heart and how and see how things come based off that. Still high on P. Will? Absolutely. To not be high on a player after one bad game when every player has bad games will be stupid and asinine. That's a casual mindset. Absolutely still high on Patrick Williams. No, I've talked about this a lot. The Cam Reddish thing to me, it's 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 trading, especially when people say Cam Reddish for Kobe, it's literally trading one limited inconsistent player for another limited inconsistent player. It's just a different, it's just a different level of inconsistent or different types of inconsistencies. The Bulls fans are like complain about Kobe, but then say let's trade for Cam Reddish. I've never understood. Hey, look, man, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm just here to tell you, man, I'm here for you if you need my help because it's been a rough year for me. I've had a lot of losses. I'm here. Well, Shay, you are we're family, bro, and I love you, man. I appreciate you. You're one of the first major supporters of this channel. You, you, you're like my little brother. You get on my nerves sometimes, man, but we're family. That's just what it is. I would trade for both PJ and Vando. Run, okay, no, like, again, we got to, like, why do we do these 2K trades? Like, why do we do that? Why do we do this? Y'all be stressing me out, fam. But I'm going to finish reading it. Uh, run Vando at the five off the bench and PJ at the four. Just sign Derek Favors to take over the drum and roll since we don't need, we don't us decide, we don't, what? Use the size. No, again, for most fans who complain about small ball, you want to run Jared Vanderbilt as a small ball five? Come on, man. No, we're trying to improve things, not, not just double down into our weaknesses. The shit we need to see, Hayes, let's go, Chicago. That's from Tay Hollins. Tay Hollins, absolutely agree with you, brother. They just got a ball, bro. Can't blame this on coaching all the time. They got a hoop. Well, still, coaching is part of that. It, it like, for the people, like, coaching is absolutely part of every facet of the game. Every facet of the game. For the people who don't understand, it's easy just to say, oh, let's just go out and hoop. No, you still, your coaching comes up with a game plan. The, 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 the Brooklyn Nets 
because they they had generational talent on the team and thought, oh, we're just going to get Steve Nash. We don't need a real coach anyway. He'll take care of us. No, coaching still matters. It's not as simple as just going out there and hooping at the NBA level. You need coaches that can make adjustments. You need coaches that can strategize. Coaching is extremely important, extremely important. Toxic, we throw that word toxic around too much. No, he just, he doesn't want to be in Phoenix. That's fine. That's fine. He doesn't want to be there. And, and they didn't really want him there either. Point. Todd Moore, uh, thank you for having this live channel. You do a great job discussing the Bulls and keeping it real. That's from Todd Moore. I appreciate you, brother. JDH, great one here. Losing doesn't bother me. Not competing and losing like we lose does. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Most most fans that complain can't spell for shit. That's hilarious. Frenchie, I'm on a vacay out of the country right now, and I was getting a million stories on my phone about how our team is in dysfunction. Good to hear that we won tonight. Definitely, bro. Definitely. You know I got you covered on the news whenever you get to watch the video if you want to catch up on what happened. If we can keep this play up, I can see us in the top five. Well, listen, let's 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 see them before we start making those proclamations, right? Let's just see this team play consistent for a while, bro. We we need to see some consistent good play from this team. Greg Popovich proved that coach and and still matters when he took a group of old people to the NBA Finals and actually whooped the Miami Heat's ass. I'm just saying, I I get it. I mean, those are some pretty damn good old players, though. Hey, how do you feel about Darius Baisley? 22 years young, 6'9", can block shots and rebound, shoot the three, ain't played him in three games. I don't, I don't think that that changes much for the Chicago Bulls. I just don't. The Bulls need more impact than that. Than what I, I mean, I like him as a player overall, and if we were rebuilding, I would love him, but we need more than that. Hey, just take your mind off the haters and celebrate Deep Dish or New York Pizza. Oh, go. I love both. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of the pizza purists where it's one or the other. It depends on my mood. I love actual New York-style pizza, and I love – Chicago-style deep dish. I love both of them. It just depends on my mood. Do you want the team to get worse? Like, hey, this is never going to happen. What? What? Lay off the cocaine. Put the cocaine down. Put Like, do, don't you know they're putting fentanyl and shit? Lay off the drugs. Let the drugs go, bro. Let the drugs go. I, I promise you, if you lay off the drugs, your life will still be good. We got we to gotta lay off the drugs, man. I, I don't want none of y'all to get none of that fentanyl shit. Lay off the drugs, fam. Hayes, did you hear the Stacey King talk about how Drogic was the player that got pissed at the locker room, pushing everyone to be better? Well, we we heard the quote that came out about that. And we we did, I don't think he's the same player that got pissed, but he did talk about it. And then we got a quote after the, right after the last game of that saying that the team doesn't play for each other. And they played for each other in this game. So I hope that that, 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 was, that, that is something that was felt. Um, it's... No, it's unfathomable and probably not even worth talking about. But, man, if we can get a DeMar off the bench, Chicago becomes a contender. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel you there. What's the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Bourbon is made in a specific area. That's literally the only difference. It's bourbon's just made in a specific. I can't remember where it is, but bourbon comes from a specific place. Whiskey does not. Frenchie says, I'm definitely going to be catching up on the news with your channel. Appreciate your hard work, bro. I appreciate your support, Frenchie. You've been here for a minute. You already know I appreciate you, brother. At this point, any trade proposal that Hayes sees, he, he says lay off the concave. No, that's not true. There are some. But when you talk about, oh, let's trade this player for this one and this one for over here, and then we can get these three players, and then boom, that's the cocaine. There, we had, we had in the last postgame show, we had some honest, legit trade conversations. That one, that's just cocaine. Cocaine. 
Thanks for all your work you do on these streams, Hayes. Hope you can get through the tough times quickly and come out of it better. Nice to see you win. Hope we can stream a few together. I hope so too, man. When you look at the Bulls' upcoming schedule, um, it's not as easy as what it once was, especially when you look at how the the, game, the Bulls have been playing. But they got Atlanta. They're still missing at least one starter to a couple of starters down there in Atlanta. We got New York who beat us two games at home, but we can play with it. We can play with New York, I should say. We got Houston, rebuilding team. We can do that. We can win that one. And we got M Milwaukee and Detroit and Cleveland all before the All-Star break. Now, we're playing Cleveland again in, on January 2nd, but and that's before things get tough. So after the turn of the new year, so January 2nd, we got Cleveland. Then we got Brooklyn. Then we got Philly. Then we got Utah. Then we got Boston. Then we got Washington. Then we got OKC. Then we got Golden State. And then it gets easier again. But we got a nice, tough seven-game stretch there. I hope the Chicago Bulls can start uh, putting together some wins before we get into that stretch and 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 build some momentum. That's what I hope we can see by that. Hayes, have you tried in and out? Yeah, actually, was just had in and out when I was out in California for my sister's wedding. A couple that was in October. Hayes, you watching the world? Probably. So there. So as much I don't watch wrestling as consistently anymore, but there are events. I always catch SummerSlam, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and Extreme Rules if they have it. Those are the ones I usually always catch. Hayes, my bro, happy holidays. Thank you, Live Wire Sports. Uh, Brandon LJ with a super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel at that level. My brother says to help celebrate a Bulls W, let's get another W tomorrow. By the way, left you a mailbag voicemail a couple of days ago. I'll definitely get to it this weekend, bro. I promise you. Ah, I see. I knew it was something. Bourbon is always whiskey, but whiskey is not always bourbon. Bourbon has important distinctions that differentiate it from whiskey. It has to be made in the United States from at least 51% corn. Didn't know that percentage ba uh, base, but that's dope to know. Is DeJounte Murray? Yes, DeJounte Murray is still out. He's going to be out for a while. I think the last time it was two weeks, and I think that was only a week ago. Or did he come back? Has he come back since then? Let's take a look. Oh, no, it looks like he's back from injury. So DeJounte will be playing when we play. That just changes, that, that changes things a little bit, man. That changes things a little bit. Man, Laurie Markkinen has been balling, has he? I mean, listen, but the, the, the Jazz are coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, but Laurie's still like Laurie's gonna Laurie's been balling. Laurie's probably gonna get most improved player of the year. Um, the Utah Jazz right now are five and five in their last ten. They're all the way down to the eighth seed. They're eighteen and sixteen on the season. Vern, what do you think of Kobe's improvement? It's been great to see. It's been great to see Kobe White be able to contribute when his shot isn't falling. It's been great to see him. And I, like I said before, I do think that Kobe White has potentially turned himself to a hell of a bench player. They said he's back in John Collins. All right, so that's going to be a bigger test for the Chicago Bulls. Hayes, why does people look slow in motion when penetrating? That's what she said. They constantly slap the ball. That's what she said. Out of his hand. I mean, he's just he's he doesn't move decisively yet when he's penetrating. I missed the super chat. All right, so I got Brandon L. Jet super chat. I don't see I don't see another super chat. Who super chat did I miss? And sometimes you uh, the comment section just trip. I do not see another super chat. I'm all the way almost back up to the top. Hold on. I want to miss a, miss your guys' super chat because I love when you support the channel, but I honestly don't see another super chat. I see Brandon's, which I got. I don't see another super chat. I miss Aaron, Adrian Shake's super chat. I don't see it. What does it say? Because I want honestly, I can. I wish I can screenshot this. I do not see another a super chat from it. You know what? Let me let me switch to the YouTube side because I'm using. I'm looking at it in restream and restream. Honestly, be fucking up sometimes. So give me one second. I'll see if I can find it here. I still don't see it. Ah, there we go. All right, Adrian Shake says, need to pick a direction if you don't want to go young. 
two or three of the big three have to go? How do you feel about Wiggins, Levine? Turn well again. It's easy just to throw out names for the Bulls can get. The Golden State Warriors probably aren't getting rid of Wiggins. Turner is maybe a maybe a gettable player, and we'll see if they end up going that route. But again, I'm not necessarily saying thinking that the Bulls are going to make a major level trade. So, like I said, and I don't mean to like poo poo on your idea or anything like that, but legit, it's easy just to name players and say, "Hey, what do you think about Wiggins on this team?" But keep in mind the the thought process behind the team we'd have to trade to get him now. One could say maybe they would take DeMar for Wiggins, right? Maybe they would take a veteran on that team for Wiggins. Maybe they would take DeMar and Alice Caruso for Wiggins, right? Maybe they'll do that. Um, but at that point, like, I don't know how likely that trade is. So it's it's easy just to say, but I don't think it's likely that we get somebody like Wiggins. I do think Turner is gettable, though. What up, bro? I just found out the Bulls beat the Heat, and I'm surprised. But how long is this going to continue? We need to see it continue for a while. We need to see we need to see it continue for a while, and hopefully it does. Uh, Hayes, how do you feel about Melo? Getting Carmelo Anthony free agency would be amazing. We need a backup small forward for real since uh, DeRozan is trash early in the game. Well, keep in mind, at this point, Melo is more of a four than he is a three. He just doesn't have the quickness to play most threes. So I've, I've talked about this almost since the beginning of the season. I like the idea of Melo on this team. If they were to cut Tony Bradley and sign Carmelo Anthony, I wouldn't hate it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. When you look at a player that was able to get 13 points off the bench for the Lakers last season, but I would think that if that was going to be the move, they would have made that a while ago. I don't think that is going to happen. Tell my broad could care less who played for the Heat tonight. I'll take every cheap-ass win I can get. I feel you, bro. Definitely feel you there. I definitely feel like we could be playing Zach and DeMar as subs for one another, having the elite scoring threat on the floor at all times and keeping the pressure on the opponent's defense. Agree with you. But I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case, right? I don't think that either one of those players are going to accept coming off the bench. Damn, hearing DeJounte Murray and John Collins play tomorrow destroyed my mood with this bull. Listen, this is what I feel. I don't want my team. Like, I, again, I'll take it, especially when we're on a four-game losing streak to get a win. A win is a win is a win. But at the end of the day, I want my team to beat the competition at the at their fu fullest capacity. So it doesn't mess up my mood because at the end of the day, it's still this. The Bulls need to take care of business. They, my, the, the work don't change, right? I'm not going to look and say, oh, well, yeah, the Bulls can get another easy one. I, this team don't deserve no easy ones. They need to find a way to get a win against teams when they're at their full power. So even though Capella's out, which allows maybe Vooch to cook a little bit more, this team needs to take care of business. Zach Levine... He's going to have DeJounte Murray. That's his buddy, but he ain't going to take it easy on guarding him. Zach Levine has to find a way to cook. They're also going to put DeJounte on DeMar at some times. DeMar got to find a, find a way to cook. And they can't let, can't let baby um, DeBarge go off on them again. You can't allow that. You got, you got to, you got to snuff out baby DeBarge and that hairline. You got to get them done. That's a pause moment. But you guys know what I mean on that one. Vern in the building says, yo, Hayes, I don't see P. Will having a long-term future. Oh, well, then you're crazy. I tell you that right now. You're crazy. P. Will is going to be here. This, this front office is not getting rid of P. Will. P. Will is going to get his extension here. He's going to see that extension out. P. Will is going to be here for a considerable. I'll tell you what. P. Will has at least four more years in the Bulls uniform before I think Acme ever thinks about moving him. He got four more years. Damien, I'm surprised our squad actually got the W. The article's coming out. That there's turmoil with Levine in the front off them up. Uh, small sample size, but they brought it tonight. I agree with you. Agree. Sometimes you need some turmoil to turn it up. <laughs> Jack says, put DeMar and Zach on the bench. Start Tony Bradley and Marco. <laughs> Guaranteed ship. That's hilarious, fam. That's crazy. 
Do you think Dalen's defense? Oh, yeah. Dalen, not only the defense. Let's keep in mind, Dalen brings defense. He brings playmaking. He has court vision, some shooting ability, ability to get out in transition, and Dalen Terry got that dog in him. I don't know who he's going to play. Like, this is Dalen Terry. Like, this is the X-Ran Dalen Terry. He got a little bit of that Joe Kim Noah in him. But we listen, and Joe, keep in mind, Joe Kim didn't play a lot his first year, at least not initially to start. So we'll see what happens. Hey, so if you ever noticed that Patrick Williams, yeah, because he doesn't have the lateral quick. Let me finish reading. I'm sorry. I got, I got, Shay, uh, Hayes, have you ever noticed that Patrick Williams is much better guard at defending players who are 6'10 and tall? This is why I fight back against people like P. Will isn't a four. People needs to go back to his natural position. And they only say that because that's the position. I guarantee you, if people came in the league starting at power forward the first year, people wouldn't say that. Patrick Williams has a wingspan of over seven foot, and he's almost six eight. He's a he's a he's a power forward in this league. There are there are several starting power forwards that have lesser wingspans and are just about the same height as Patrick Williams. He absolutely can be a four in this league. And I do think he he guards. The bigger players better because that wingspan, he's a little bit quicker than them. He doesn't have the lateral quickness as like threes and, and fours in the I mean three twos and threes in the league. So he's absolutely better in those situations. Hayes, what's up? Hopefully everything is good and happy holidays to you and the family. Plus, hit the like button, people. Much love to the channel. God bless. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming through and supporting. You already know what it is. Give me one second. I'm just trying to search something. Where is? Hmm. Okay. All right. Should we consider putting Pat a small ball five in the future instead of DJJ? Well, keep in mind in the summer league, Arturis Karnasova did talk about wanting to see Patrick Williams as some small ball five. So, Ace, do you remember when the players voted to Supreme Noah his rookie season? Man, talk. Oh, yes, I do. Like, and that's the thing. Bulls fans nowadays will literally be like, oh, that Joe Kim Noah, he's a bust. Did you see they suspended him? Oh, my God, the players don't even want him on the team. Let's – and you know what? I'll take that back. You remember, Bulls fans actually did want Joe Kim Noah traded. Do you remember when Joe Kim Noah – they at that time, for my Bulls fans that were around for a while, they wanted Joe Kim Noah traded for Powell Gasol because Powell was on the market then. I remember that. But, yeah, Bulls fans absolutely would kill Joe Kim Noah right now. I'm still laughing at baby DeBarge. That's funny. Walter Kutcher in the building says, Super Chat, hey, thank you for supporting the channel at that level. If we uh, could only win close games, we'd be a top six team. This tells me that we are pretty close, but who to trade to get the guy for the last five? I mean, I don't know. if, the, Like I said, I don't know. I don't really know what this team is going to do as far as a move. I really don't. Kendall says, finally, a, a Bulls, good, uh, Bulls win. Good night, Hayes. Good night, brother. Hopefully you have a good rest of your day and holidays. Oh, great one. I feel like they're doing a Jordan Poole type project with Dalen uh, with his fearlessness and raw talent. He's going to be amazing when we bring him back from the G or Anthony Simons. Right. Keep in mind, Anthony Simons spent a lot of time down in the G League when he initially came in. And it wasn't because the Portland Trailblazers didn't believe in him in their future. They just wanted him to develop. They knew he wasn't going to get the shots um, in the NBA level that he got down in the G League. So they allowed him to cook and develop down in the G League with the plan to bring him up. The difference between Dalen Terry in the G League and Marco Simonovic in the G League is that you can you see the path that they understand that what Dalen can mean. With Marco, it just seems like they like Billy Donovan just doesn't believe in Marco. Yep, I remember that too. The Lakers just had a, a stronger trade package to land Paul. Yep, absolutely. Oh, the chat refresh. Give me one second. 
All right. Uh, would you like to see Pat and Terry on the court together? And which lineup would maximize their abilities? I mean, I haven't seen enough of Dale and Terry outside of the G League play to really be able to tell you that. And they're both still developing. I would like to see some minutes with them both on the court. Absolutely. And I think we're going to get cons that a lot next season. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Simmons was a G League and bench uh, with a ridiculous hair length, gets older, body fills out, haircut takes place, and now he has the keys to Portland. And that's why, and that's why I say you can't give up on players too early. You can't you giving up on a player too early literally can be the difference between your team exceeding past expectations and kind of always just middling around. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. No, they're not trading Patrick Williams. I'll tell you what, this front office is not trading Patrick Williams. I don't I like the idea. I like where you're going with Kuzma, but they're not trading Patrick Williams. Do you know why the Bulls haven't moved on from Tony and Marco Oxley? Have you seen Mandy Rose? Like look, we're not going on the Mandy Rose picks. I mean, why move on from Marco? He's still under another contract. It is what it is. You can't just cut him with a year. He has a year left on his contract. It's not It's not a non-guaranteed deal, so you can't just cut him. Now, Tony Bradley, they could just cut, but it really makes no sense to cut him if you don't have a player you're going to replace him with right now. So, you know, we'll see. Imperfect Kingdom in the building says, finally a dang win. Absolutely. By the way, this T-shirt, MJ the GOAT, that comes from Imperfect Kingdom, so make sure you guys hit them up if you want that tea. Hey, bro, we got to get Craig Robinson, bro. His PER is 45 points per game, 15 rebounds, and 27 assists. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Somebody said Patrick Williams tripping. I mean, uh, Pat the Designer is tripping. It's, it's, it's literally just an inside joke, man. That shit's crazy. This man didn't just ask about the Mandy Rose picks. Bro, that, he's not the first one to do that in this chat either. That's crazy. That's wild. But all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining and being on this much more positive uh, post-game show than we've been able to have in a while. Uh, but we're getting ready to go over and do Locked on Bulls. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.